Recovery Sort Of is a podcast where we discuss recovery topics from the perspective of people living in long-term recovery. This podcast does not intend to represent the views of any particular group, organization, or fellowship. The attitudes expressed are solely the opinion of its contributors. Be advised, there may be strong language or topics of an adult nature. Welcome back. It's recovery, sort of. I am Jason, a guy who's got to think twice before he gives his heart away. <laughs> and I'm Billy. I'm a person in long-term recovery. I was trying to find some way to figure out how I could be in some jeans with a guitar, like shaking my butt <laughs> to begin this episode. Right. But we're talking about faith. Yeah. Uh, you know, George Michael said you got to have it. We're saying you got to have it. But it is going to be an interesting spiritual principle to talk about. <laughs> I mean, of all the spiritual principles that I have argued don't exist, aren't real, aren't a real thing, like, how in the fuck do you prove faith? (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I was thinking of that as well. Like, when you first said it as a spiritual principle, I'm like, is faith a spiritual principle or is it just something that you have? Like, being raised religious, growing up in a religious, you know, I went to Catholic school and was raised in a somewhat Christian-based household. Like, I thought it was just a thing that you just had. Like, and if you didn't, you that's. God hated you. You were going to hell. <laughs> right. You're going to hell if you don't just have it. H-E double hockey sticks in your future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. So the the word faith, uh, you know, and looking into it and trying to look it up and definitions and the science behind it, you know, realizing that it's got some different meanings. Because when I think of faith, the first thing that comes to my mind is just like this belief in something, I guess, yeah. is the generalized version of what I think. <laughs> but like we talk of different practices of christianity as different faiths right like the protestant faith or the baptist faith so it's very intertwined with like a type of worship as well yeah or even just saying like the phrase like he is of the faith like that means you're a christian like so just even using that word has a lot of connotations with christianity specifically right right and and that's where i I guess the only place i know to take this episode because that's (laughs) what i learned in trying to do some research right i tried to look up like the science behind faith or you know what does science say about faith or how does science define faith or all those came up with christian (laughs) interpretations of what that means and and that made me start thinking okay so we say we're not a christian practice or the 12 steps isn't a christian practice and you can have your own god and we've had talks on here in different episodes about you know maybe in some areas one fellowship or another might feel more christian centered than than as open as you know the experience i think we've had with it at least but but even in that even though i was told repetitively in the 12-step fellowship I went to, I could choose whatever I wanted. You know, they talked about the doorknob and the light bulb and all that great stuff. But it's like, even though I'm given that, how much is my indoctrination to American culture before I ever went to 12 Steps telling me that every time I hear that word faith, I'm actually talking about Christianity? You know what I mean? Like, how much is the underlying... Or, or covert message still Christianity, even though we're saying, well, you can choose whatever God you want, but you got to have faith. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how well, much are we taking out of that? And that, I mean, I would say even happens within the fellowships as well. It's like we say they're not Christian based, but that sometimes feels like that's with like a wink, wink, you right, know, right. like it's not Christian based wink, wink, you know, yeah, but yeah. I'll see you at church on Sunday. Right, you know? right. <laughs> like, and if you start to express like, oh, I don't believe in 
god like that, which is me, you start to get little kind of sideways looks or yeah. people that, you know, or will say, well, you'll, you know, you'll figure it out. Like I'm lost in <laughs> right, some right, way. Right. Like I just haven't, got haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, I was there and I'm not there anymore. It's the opposite. But yeah, it feels like there's a lot of, even if it's not specific Christian, it's this God creator higher power thing that's very synonymous with religion. Right, right. You're over there filing your fingernails on your shirt. <laughs> right. Like I've already graduated from that. Thank right. you. I've been there. <laughs> Beyond the Christianity now. Well, and in this particular area that we're in, there isn't a lot of uh what do you call that? Like religious uh variance. It's it's mainly Christian based. Yeah. I don't I don't even know if we have a like a Jewish synagogue in fucking Cecil County. I don't Probably know not. if that's even here. <laughs> um, there's definitely no like uh, no Buddhist temples, Buddhist you know <laughs> things. There's like one Buddhist group that I know was meeting for a while in like a, a dojo, a karate dojo. You know, because there's not really a temple or anything around. And to get any real cultural or religious diversity, you would have to get outside of this area. So we don't have a lot of religious diversity here. We should build a monument or a statue. Yeah. Not not to anything that already exists, but just to some new shit we just decided. <laughs> just, just some new. We'll be like, Seems yeah. like an area you could start a cult. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think we could do it. <laughs> huh. Maybe that's how we got to do it. Maybe that's how we, we get all of the Americans on the same page. We just start some weird cult that they all like. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know what that could be yet. Huh. Mm. We'll figure that out. I have to figure out the common ground, then build a monument to it right. in Cecil County. Um, so, yeah, faith. Uh, that makes it troublesome for me, honestly. When I when I think about the context, I, I don't know that I ever realized faith was so closely intertwined with Christianity until this morning. Mm. And that makes me say, well, damn, that's not really something I want in my 12-step program, personally. Not not faith in the way I understand it, but the, the faith that feels so tied, which feels like the word i guess we need a new word yeah and i can only imagine it's more open in other areas i, I don't know for sure that different regions of the country or different areas would feel you know a little more open i can say around this area as i've gained more confidence in my understanding of what i would call a higher power and i try to avoid using god a lot because i don't like the connotations it's around that and that idea of faith um as i've talked to more people about how you know my faith works in the program and in the fellowship and in the spiritual principles there are a lot more people that kind of share that belief i mean there are people that see things that that way and just being open to express it and talk about it, you know, I think is helpful. I think it's kind of fascinating, too, that like as a society, we are sort of moving away from being tied into religion as tightly, I guess. And yet it seems like in the 12 step world, even though we say spirituality, maybe we're actually more tied into a, a set of religious type beliefs than we think. Well, and my understanding of the history of 12 steps and AA is that it came from Christian group called the Oxford group and they took their principles right out of the Bible. So it was traditionally Christian based. I mean, that's what it started as. So I think it will take time as we develop and evolve in ideologies and how that fans out across non-religious people, you know, 
how right. those those principles apply, but they were principles that were taken right out of the Bible. So, you know, it yeah. might be hard to shed <laughs> all of that. <laughs> so I, in looking up faith, the actual dictionary definition, the first one at least that I came across was complete trust or confidence in someone or something. I don't know that I totally agree with that because I saw some other definitions in other places. And those definitions specified that it was a belief or trust in something you can't know. And I, I kind of feel like that's got to be part of the definition. So that has always felt like the definition that I've received from people in recovery. And then I've heard the counter argument to that is like, OK, well, let's say you have faith in the program or, or belief in things unseen is the way sort of I had always heard it. That's right. me paraphrasing what I heard. And then I've heard people kind of counter that idea by saying, yeah, but we do have plenty of evidence in the program. Just look at the people, you know, that are living the program and staying clean and living a good life. Like that's at least some evidence that it can work. You know what I mean? It's not like there's no evidence that it's ever worked. Right. No evidence that it would ever work would be nobody lives it and stays clean, <laughs> you know. So I've always felt like that was not a great definition hmm. of faith or my understanding of faith. I guess for me, it was the differentiation, because if you're believing in something you know, that's not faith anymore. That was something else. That was trust or observation or, you know what I mean? Like hmm. the, the faith part was because it was the unseen. Like, I don't know that it takes faith that the sun will come up tomorrow. Like, that's the trust. We know it will. Or or the understanding of how it works, I guess, maybe even. Yeah, so... I don't, and you may be right there. So let's just jump right into, I'll say like how faith for me works when it comes to like spiritual principles. Okay. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like spiritual living. So for me, the program and the spirituality is the practicing of these spiritual principles in my life. Right. And so I might be in a situation at my job where. One I like to use all the time because it's been real in my life is is going into my boss and, and needing a day off of work. Like, I want to take a day off work just because, you know what I mean? Whatever. My wife and I were fighting. I want to make that right. I want to stay home to take care of some projects at home. Whatever the concept may be that I want to take off work. But it, can I just go into my boss and be like, look, I just need to take a day off work because I need a fucking day off work. Is that okay? That might not get me what I want. You know what I mean? But if I go in and say that I'm sick and I can't work, then I'm going to get the day off. You know what I mean? Right. And so in that situation, I've learned to live by this faith that, no, I'm going to go in and be honest because that is the best thing for me to do in my life. And whether I get what I want or not isn't what's most important. What's most important is that I live by the values and morals that I set for myself. You know what I mean? Mm. Or maybe I go into my boss and say, I need to take a personal day off work because I fucking need to. And I don't really want to give a reason. That's I could handle that situation differently. Mm. But in any case, the the point is that I want to live by my life by these principles and these values and not by outcomes. That I'm going to trust that living spiritual principles helps me feel better about who I am and be closer to my true nature. Versus just getting what I want all the time. Okay, but I guess my question would be, how would that be different than the self-discipline we talked about? Because when we talked about self-discipline, the whole point of that, we, we believed at least, was 
the better I get to know myself, the more true I live to myself, the better I'll feel, basically, was kind of the practice of it. The practice of getting to know me, to know what it is that really matters to me and, and what I want to do. And I feel like what you just described was kind of the process of like, okay, I'm in this situation, maybe I argue with my wife, and now knowing, for me, the right thing is to take off work regardless of how work takes that. And that sounds more like the practice of just knowing yourself and knowing what's right for you. Because the faith would be believing that an outcome would go a certain way if you did a certain thing, right? The belief or trust in someone or something. Or or I guess maybe you're having faith in, if I do what's right for me, I'll feel good. I, get, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, I guess the, the faith is in doing the right things regardless. You know what I mean? Like for that's you. where the, Right. Well, what's in accordance with my beliefs and values? Yes. Right. So living right for you will lead to happiness, prosperity? Like, what does living right for you lead to? Why Why is the belief that you have well, to do Well, I guess that's that maybe where the faith comes in. Is like, I don't necessarily know. I just think that's the right way for me to be living. Trusting that living by these values and principles is better than just doing what I want because I want it and getting instant gratification. Okay. So the faith is in this will lead to somehow a better outcome. Yeah. Well, in my case, I would say it would lead to the, you know, quote unquote, happiness, joy and freedom that we talk about in the program. You know what I mean? We hear this. Oh, you know, has it live the program and you'll be happy, joyous and free. You has, know, has has living in your version of faith led to that better than I've ever known before. That's you fair. know, it's a like, fair answer. So it's a responsible answer, Billy. Right. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's always hard to say if I did this, then it would be mm-hmm. better. You know, you don't right, know until right. you try it. And that makes sense. That's a that's a really interesting take on faith, I think, because it, at least, you know, interesting in the sense that it's not necessarily a way I've put it into my brain before. I, I think more of like believing in certain outcomes or believing in things are the way they are for a reason you know what i mean in general i know we we go back and forth (laughs) about that one a lot it was funny uh you know um a guest of ours who's also a friend of ours stephanie who came on for the mothers in recovery episode a long time ago um she's like doing some tiktok stuff for us and so i was trying to come up with the clips from the newer shows and then i remembered i used to put clips on facebook and so I like found all them and downloaded them so she can upload. And I was just watching a couple of them as she was uploading them on TikTok. Oh, we're on TikTok now, by the way, if you're on TikTok. But yeah, look for us there. I don't know what the fuck it is, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Stephanie, for your hard work. Yes, thank you, Stephanie. But one of the clips was me and you going back and forth about that exact topic. (laughs) Uh, It was you talking about going and driving on 40. Oh, self-will. You were saying I could go out here and drive 100 miles an hour up and down 40. And and I was arguing that you couldn't. And you were saying, well, I won't, but... And, and it was an... Yeah. Know, it made me laugh. <laughs> I was smiling to myself that we're still having this argument. Uh, <laughs> it's great. But no, I, I do think of faith in this terms of like believing in the unseen or the un, impossible to know ahead of time. I don't want to say wrongly. I think that's a big part of religion where this faith comes from. What I tend to think is it gets applied in our program, say wrongfully, like it does in religion a lot of times, that like in some versions of Christianity, let's say, they focus so much on like the afterlife and what's going to happen later and what, Mm -hmm. you know, your outcome's going to be when you die, you know, that 
it loses sight of the faith that you're supposed to have now, which is that, you know, the teachings of Jesus were all about loving your neighbor and being kind and helping those in need and all that stuff. And nobody seems to have fucking faith in that or not nobody. But, you know, that that doesn't seem to get as big of an emphasis in certain religions as what's going to happen when you die in this afterlife and this miracle shit that's going to happen. And I think that's where the, the faith should be in. Hey, you know what Jesus talked about was being kind to your neighbor and and loving, you know, your enemies and trying to be a good person Mm -hmm. like he wasn't saying those things. And maybe he was. Maybe this is I'm bitching up the Bible because I'm not even religious. But, you know, I, I don't think he was saying those things. Do those things so that you can get into heaven. It was like, no, do those things so you can experience what it's like to love, what it's like Mm. to forgive, what it's like to be compassionate. Like there is genuine warmth and a, I don't know, I'm going to use the word soulful like feeling when you live those principles and you go home at the end of the day and you've helped someone in need or, you know, just do something kind. Stop and help someone who's broke down on the side of the road or stop and see if they need help and give them a hand changing a tire. And that spirit of how that feels can like carry you through a fucking tough time you know just helping someone else but Mm. we lose sight that that's what our faith should be in it's like yeah is that inconvenient i'm on my way home from work i just want to go have dinner i told my wife i'd be there at five but here's this fucking car broke down on the side of the road you know i don't have time for that shit i'm just gonna get doing what i gotta do somebody else will take care of it (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna get somebody killed (laughs) somebody's gonna get carjacked and sue us for (laughs) billy said it was good to have faith in taking care of people god damn it (laughs) but the the faith should be for me my understanding is the faith should be in the way we live and the principles that we live by and understanding that those are things that are going to bring happiness and fulfillment to our lives what if they don't? I don't know. Then maybe you need to adjust your <laughs> principles, you know? So I, maybe you need to find which ones are good for you. I mean, right, right. Maybe for some people it is money and success and, and lots of women. I, yes. Not saying it's not. That's fair enough. You right. pursue that and see what it gets you. You know, have faith that that's going to bring you what the fuck you're looking for in mm. your life. I don't right. think that works for people, though. I ain't seen that one work Me neither. Either. But <laughs> that's why I'm not doing it. Right, right. If it did, I would be doing that because it sounds fun. <laughs> So I'm I'm thinking about and I I guess I was hoping to like bring this up later but fuck it it seems relevant now. I remember and this might even be in our literature. I probably should have checked since we do a podcast and I should know what I'm talking about, but I, I think it is somewhere. Maybe the step working guide, maybe it works out my. Talks about the the transformation of hope to faith to trust. And I don't know if you remember this part and I've definitely heard it yes. from people and they talk about, you know, first we have this glimmer of hope and it's just like this belief that maybe just maybe right and whatever maybe just maybe i can get clean maybe just maybe i can recover uh yeah i used the clean word didn't i so hard to break away from that um and then that hope over time after things working right you get that 30 day key tag or chip and okay hey maybe this actually is possible that hope gets a little stronger it becomes faith and then from there through the faith And seeing this happen again and again and again, it becomes even more believable and the faith turns into trust. And so I guess when you say to me, like the faith doesn't have to be in something that you're not sure of yet, that's where I'm like, well, how is it different than trust then? Because if that's supposed to, in the way it was explained or or it's written or whatever, like to me, 
the faith has to be in something I don't completely know for sure yet in order for it to be different than the trust where it is that I believe in it for sure. So I guess in that understanding of what was it? Hope to hope to faith, faith to, trust. to trust. Yeah. So in that vein, I think that's somewhat true. Um, like now in my life, I would say that it doesn't take as much faith in the program as it did early on. Um, but I'm always going to, or can't speak for other people. For me, I am always going to have doubts. There's going to, doubts are going to creep up in my mind. My mm-hmm. self-centeredness is going to come into play. Uh, a new opportunity is going to present itself in my life where, you know, manipulation, uh, maybe a little dishonesty, maybe a little, you know, <laughs> whatever infidelity is going to be like, hey, that sounds like a great idea. You know, this could be the thing that's going to make me happy. <laughs> And you know what I mean? That's where I need faith. So my faith isn't as much uh, challenged or tested in my day-to-day life now because I've been in this process of recovery for a while. I've been practicing these principles for a while. So I do have some trust that living this way is good for me. You know what I mean? That that living, you know, being committed and and honest and sincere in my relationships, you know, with my wife and with my friends and with people I'm involved with, like that leads to better relationships and better quality of, of my life and their lives. So I would say that that is maybe more trust at this point that living this way of life has worked for me. Right. For some people, maybe that's not the case. I mean, maybe that's why people leave the program after long periods of time, because that faith that they had isn't you know, because it's not working, you know, right. maybe that trust for them isn't there or they're not getting those things that they need out of it. So their faith is challenged and they try something else or go somewhere else or do some other thing. So is the only way to increase faith to I feel like this is and, and you know, this is the step or the the this isn't necessarily the step where this comes into play. But the idea of faith is kind of the act as if point in our program, right? It's sort of like, hey, act as if you believe these processes and steps and things will work for you. And then the increasing of faith only, in my mind at least, only happens through that process of pretending this might work and then seeing it does a little bit and then being like, oh, huh. Well, I think that pretending is the hope that we talk about in the beginning. So let's take meditation. You meditate. How many years did you hear meditation read in every fucking reading of those 12 steps? You know what I mean? All the time. And people talk about it in 11th step and how important meditation Rarely. is. Yeah. <laughs> we hope they talk about it in the 11th yeah. step. Yeah. Well, you know, we would hear this concept of meditation. I felt like I heard it a lot. At least people that I put myself around mm-hmm. talked about it a lot. But it took me years and years of time to actually do it. And in the early parts, I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds so cool. And I, you know, would try to meditate, but like wasn't getting whatever they were talking about or having right. that experience. So it never it never stuck. I wasn't willing to, to ride it out. Mm-hmm. And at some point after hearing enough information or hearing information from the right people that had some influence over me, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to. 
try this and kind of stick with it. I'm going to that's where I'm practicing my faith. I'm going to I'm going to trust that this is going to work out, maybe not this first time or the second time, but I'm going to stick with this process of meditation and see what happens. And then now that I've been meditating for a while on a regular basis, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see benefits in my life. You know, so I had that transition from the hope to the faith to the trust. But it was only through consistent application over a long period of time that that faith turned into trust. All right. So this is starting to really make me feel like faith is bullshit. (laughs) So, So think about this concept, right? What we're saying is faith is a belief that something or someone will play out well for us. Right. Whether it's something we decide to add to our life or somebody we're including as a mentor or a friend, like it's it's this belief in the impossible to know idea that this thing will be good for our life. And yet we can't have faith until we already started doing some of the thing and seeing some of how it works. <laughs> like that just sounds ridiculous. Believe in it without knowing it works, but get a hint that it works before you do that. <laughs> well, I think some of these are, are, you know, when we talk about what the words are like they're describing the process of coming through something so i don't think faith is a thing that i can just have you know it's like we talked about earlier like i thought you know growing up in religious like oh all these people talk about god and how much they believe in god and jesus and just sacrifice their lives and all that and if somebody came and challenged their faith they would die you know, and I was always like, fuck that. I'm doing whatever I got to do to live. Like, I'm right. not saying shit. Fuck God. Fuck what means Jesus. the lions like, aren't eating us? <laughs> right. I would totally cave. You yeah, know? I would yeah. have totally cave. Hail Caesar. Yeah. Hail Caesar. You know, Actually, I'll get rid of all my Jesus stuff. <laughs> like, you know, I just didn't I'm have it that, for a <laughs> that commitment to those ideas. I just didn't. Be like, that know? was Billy's Jesus statue. That's right. not mine. <laughs> I was just holding it for him. (laughs) Jason left that here. Go get him. (laughs) But yeah, I just didn't have that, you know, commitment to those ideas. And those people that did, I guess, have faith. Like it's that's this word is describing that level of belief or commitment to things. Yeah, but it's (laughs) a level of belief that's like, I'm not sure what will happen, but I've also got just a little bit of proof that something good could happen. (laughs) Yeah. But that just sounds like uh, increasing confidence. That doesn't sound like faith, right? If I go out, if you say, I can never miss from this foul shot on a basketball hoop, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a little skeptical about never missing, but buddy, like that's not going to happen, right? But we go out there tomorrow, and you're like, I'll shoot it once a day, every day, and we'll find out. And tomorrow you shoot it and you make it. And I'm like, huh, all right, anybody can make one, right? <laughs> I'm skeptical. Day three, I'm starting to have hope. I'm like, huh? Damn, maybe he really can hit this shit every day. Never miss it. Day 10, that's like increasing confidence. I've seen it 10 days in a row now. I'm like, all right, I got a little faith there. Maybe he's going to hit this shit every day for the rest of his life. And maybe, you know, year five, I actually start to just trust in it and believe it. But it's like, to me, that word faith in that context, it's just describing the fact that I've witnessed a little more and I believe a little more in this, this fucking possibility. It's just I have increased confidence through witnessing that there's some results from this. And I'm like, oh, hmm, maybe if I keep doing it, I'll get more. That doesn't sound like much of a word. Um, well, I think it's a commitment to beliefs and ideas 
Yeah, because uh, in your analogy, I thought, well, yeah, I would think that's what a lot of these owners or general managers have when they pay these guys millions of dollars. <laughs> like they have faith that that fucking guy is going to show up and be able to make that free throw. You know, right, all those times. Right. Like that's what I would describe that they have when they sign these multi-million dollar contracts. Is that but they're they're having evidence, faith though. that this guy is going to show up and do. Yeah, but they're basing it on something. It's not just like. You know, they're they're looking at his past history on a different team or in college or, you know, they're basing that faith on something. It's not like just, yeah. you know, they didn't just select a random member of the United States and say, I think this guy can make free throws. Like they got video evidence and they've watched them play and seen their moves. So oh, I don't yeah, know. I I just, it doesn't seem like much of a word. It just seems like a word that describes when I'm in the middle of working on believing in something like, oh, hey, I'm trying this out. And so far, so good. It, well, it's, it's like, where you're making a decision to practice it, even though you're unsure, even though you might have some doubts or some. But I feel like that's hope. I feel like the hope is that part is the part describing where we really don't know if it's going to work yet, and then we build that into faith when we start start the process or start seeing. Well, some yeah, action. and then maybe, maybe faith is that point of which you believe that it's going to work. Okay, I want to lose weight, and I said, Billy, I, I heard about this diet, man. This, uh, I don't know any of them diets mediterranean diet i heard about it I, i'm thinking you know i'm really hopeful because i'm just tired of being the weight i am and you're like okay cool and then i come back next week and i'm like yeah i started that mediterranean diet uh i don't know man i'm scales down three pounds this week my pants feel a little looser i'm starting to have some faith in it. like you know what i mean like it's i'm right in that it's almost like describing the place where i'm at before i have a bigger belief but after i've you know seen just a little bit that it might work or have some feeling towards oh this might be the thing and i'm like that's just describing a place i'm at that's not really a principle that i can build on because as soon as i build on it i don't have it anymore because now i got trust yeah well and i think in, in some context back to where we originally started in this whole conversation this idea of faith does have to do more with spiritual ideas and spirituality and, and religion you know, it is tied in with those concepts more than like how we live our day to day lives, like in a diet perspective or whatever. But I don't know. People use that word in that way as well. It's just interesting. I, I feel like it's more of a word that describes a place we're at than a word that actually gives us a thing to practice or, or qualify us. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like whereas honesty, I could say, uh. Yeah, you know, I probably live with like 75, 80% honesty in my life. I can't say that with faith because it's a really weird one, right? Like it's a, it's describing the location I'm at when I'm between hope and trust kind of. And it's like, well, mm. that, you know, to increase faith actually gets rid of it because then you're trusting. You're not increasing faith. In an absolute world, sure, yeah. but no one lives in absolutes. <laughs> I mean, our, our ideas, I don't know about you, I change my mind a lot. I think that's, for me, it's part of being an addict. Like, there's always something in me that, this could be more, this could be right. better, I deserve something else, I need to be happier, I need to right. be freer. I need <laughs> so... This episode has been brought to you in part by Voices of Hope, Inc., a nonprofit recovery organization made up of people in recovery, family members, and allies. Together, members strive to protect the dignity of those that use drugs and those in recovery by advocating for treatment, harm reduction and support resources, and mentoring. 
please visit us at www.voicesofhopemaryland.org and consider donating to our calls. There's one of these pieces in it, I think, uh, maybe, and this is just where I'm coming from, as a skeptic, as a guy who's really trying to get to the fundamentals belief beneath what the words are, what we've been saying. Like, I feel like I just went about this blindly for so long that I'm really trying to get behind it. Like, what the fuck is actually happening here? Are people um, more courageous or is there just some biological composition that we're either born with or dependent on what our nervous system state is at that moment that actually dictates what we're going to do or our level of courage, right? Are these words descriptive of a thing we can truly get more of or practice? Or are they just words that are describing something that we have yet to measure and associate them with? You know what I mean? That's what I've been trying to figure out, I guess, in this spiritual principle journey. And faith really feels like it falls flat on that. It feels more like a description of a place than it does an actual Yeah, and thing. I, I would say I somewhat agree with that. That's why when we first talked about faith as a spiritual principle, I was like, I, you know, I don't know, because this is one that I guess I don't have a great answer on to how you can build faith other than to keep showing up and Just doing the do work. Shit. <laughs> right. Just keep <laughs> right. doing shit. And, and so, like, say, when, when we think of faith, like, I guess i'm i try to i struggle with that same thing a little bit as well like how is faith a, a spiritual print i mean i would definitely say it's a spiritual idea or a spiritual concept and i kind of feel like i understand what it means for me mm-hmm. but i don't know that there are specifically things that i do other than to reaffirm the decisions i've already made you know other than to say to myself yeah this is recovery and this path is something that i committed to even when i have doubt sometimes even when i'm like yeah man i want to go to south america and do the fucking ayahuasca trip or they're doing all this great research with mushrooms now like i should probably do some (laughs) mushrooms now like when i have those ideas come into my head i guess i would say like my faith i'm going to use that comes in and says hey wait a minute we made a commitment to this course of life and this pathway because so far this has worked out really good and so far this has given us this amazing life you know, a lot more freedom, a lot more happiness and joy than we've had in the past. And do we want to risk that? You know, so <laughs> it's fascinating. So Jenny reached out to me and said we should do caffeine as a topic one week. And I was like, yeah, first thought me, you and Billy should all just not have caffeine for a week. And then we'll all have it Sunday morning and record the episode. <laughs> right. But then you were talking about ayahuasca and mushrooms. And I was like, yeah, we should all do them for the episode. <laughs> like caffeine, we should yeah. cut out. Drugs, oh, we should actually try that. <laughs> yeah. Funny. No. Another thing that just occurred to me, too, like two years ago, you came to me and said, hey, what about this idea as a topic? And it was like, when do we know? when to keep pushing through and stay committed to an idea or, or a belief system. And when do we know to say, Oh, you know, the, I've met enough challenges or enough roadblocks. This must be not the way to go and to go somewhere else. Right. When to adjust course and when to stay the course basically. And I feel like that ties into this conversation of faith, the way you were just describing it. Like, yeah, that would be the deciding factor. Do I still want to believe this works? Then I keep pushing through. Do I no longer believe this is going to work? Then I must adjust course. Right. So, I mean, I guess faith is the determining factor, but that 
doesn't feel like it's built on much in any given moment, I guess. Like, we probably have reasons in that given moment, like, oh, well, I don't have faith in this because the results haven't been working, or I gained two pounds this week, or whatever. But in general, there's no real, like, oh, look for this if you think you need to change yeah, your faith. Maybe faith is that, I'm going to use the word, feeling that moves us to stay committed to something. You know, it's that the energy or belief that, you know, you're going to stick the course when it's challenging. Now it feels really tied into self-discipline. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, I know we've talked about this before, but that's how I think the spiritual principles work. They don't stand alone, you know, 100% on their own. They kind of work together. They're built in, in pieces Yeah, together. but if you think about that, about how that thing you just said about faith would tie into your ability to have self-discipline in a moment of, of you know, should I have chocolate or salad? Well, I got to have this faith in order to make the self-discipline work, but then I also got to have, you know, vigilance to make both of those two happen yeah. and then diligence. And it's like, well, are these really different things or do we just put a bunch of words on like one thing that we're actually doing? <laughs> I don't know yeah. here. They all feel pretty fucking it's like similar. chemistry, you know, if I can't do self-discipline without faith, are they really separate? That's the point I guess I'm trying to make. Like if I can't possibly do one without the other, are they really separate things? Maybe. Kinda. Yeah. I mean, you could be a fish and not a goldfish. But yeah. All goldfish are fish. Or like I when you make know. a cake, like it's got eggs and it's got milk and whatever else you make, flour. Yeah, but at you the know end what I mean. But you need all eggs. of them together to make a cake, <laughs> right? But you need those principles together to make a cake. So maybe you're not maybe making faith. You're not making, making honesty. You know what I mean. You're right. putting it into this cake pie that's your life, or cake that's yeah. Make now I'm going to say pie just to make the analogy even worse. You're gonna <laughs> pie. You're gonna use it to make the cake. You know, that is your life. That is, you know, your your spiritual condition. Hmm. But I guess one of the things with faith, not to get us way off that, but I think it's important for us to look at as individuals, like what are we putting our faith in in the recovery process, right? What are we, what is our faith in? I think for some people it is this concept of, of God, concept of a higher power that has, you know, some grand course for our lives that you know wants whatever you want your god wants for you <laughs> you know us to be happy joyous and free and that's can be a thing i guess to me that's where the religious idea of god comes in you're mm -hmm. putting your faith in this greater power this power outside of yourself to make sense of the confusion and the the difficulties of life uh, for me that's not the case you know for me my faith is in this process of recovery that this journey that we're going through that this you know program of living is going to lead me to happiness joy and freedom mm. so i don't look at my faith isn't that like you know god's got a plan and everything happens for a reason and that you know all things are for his greater story there's something that's going to be good for me that's going to come out of this like i don't and i actually get a little bit offended when people say that shit you know and, and <laughs> i know it's not fair but that's you know, where I've found peace in faith is that I don't have faith in the people in the program or, you know, this God outside. It's the, the process of recovery that I put my faith in. Don't worry, Bert, Billy. Me and those people understand that you will get there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so, okay. I want to talk about 
acting as if real quick, and then hopefully I'm going to fuck you up with a question. <laughs> I hope. Uh, I don't know. It's got me baffled, so I'm going to let you fuck with it. So acting as if. I, this is like a well-criticized part of our program, I think, or yeah. very well-questioned at least. I actually like acting as if. I, I've never disliked it. I don't think the concept behind it is a bad one. If If the concept is confusing, that's what I want to make sure we make clear today. It is not like doing things that you don't believe in necessarily it's just more like what would happen if i pretended that everything tomorrow happened for a reason or what would it be like if i pretended that you know if i don't worry about this getting my rent at the by the end of the month uh but i just take the actions needed that it'll all work out like it's kind of just this process of just sort of again acting as if right that it will be okay and doing your part instead of trying to worry about everybody else's part in the situation or how, you know what I mean? Cause like, yeah. I feel like I used to try to control and manipulate entire situations that involved five people over here and three family members <laughs> right. and the target store and their security guard. And like, you know what I mean? Right. Like it had all these pieces to it. And it's like, I think the acting as if is really just stop fucking worrying about everything else. Do the part you need to do show up for work. And then hopefully you'll have enough money at the end of the month for it. Don't spend it on, you know, an Xbox game or something like it's it's just these little movements of if I just do what I got to do, things will be OK, I think, is the act as if hmm. underlying point. Yeah. And so I, I think it's a lovely thing from that point of view. I don't know about you. I actually had a sponsee at one point who was like pretty atheist. And this was early on. They were like, yeah, God, I, that shit doesn't make any sense to me or whatever. And we talked about this idea of like, hey, just just until I see you at home group next week, just pretend, just play it out, right? Just act like everything's happening for a reason. God's got you and all this stuff. And within a couple of weeks, he was like, and look, I don't know what his belief in God is now. And I don't even know what my belief in, in any particular God was then, but just his growth into spirituality felt really easy from that place of like, let's just open my eyes and look and see if I see it. Right. And I was like, damn, that's fucking interesting. So maybe that's what acting as if is just opening your eyes and see it. Yeah. And that can be really helpful when it comes to some of like our character defects and stuff as well is doing the same thing. Like, what do I think my life would be like if I didn't have this defect mm -hmm. in there? What do I think, you know, my life would be like if I didn't pursue this lust all the time? Like, how would my life be different? You know, right. How would my life be different if I didn't pursue like greed all the time and money and needing more like what what would my life look like if i was free of that and then trying to act as if you know same same concept so early in my recovery i came in i had a lot of doubts and questions and hang-ups with god resentments mm. and i felt like i kind of worked through those and got religious you know went to church and was involved with a christian church and it was great i mean i had a great experience there nothing bad about it's not like I went in and saw this hypocrisy and all that shit and left. It's like Walked no, in it was the priest. They had the little boys back there yeah, and everything. Right, yeah. <laughs> that was great. I mean, it was a great community of people. They were loving and kind and caring. They felt like they were really trying to genuinely do work to help people. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a great experience, and it was based in, I think, what a lot of the right things for Christianity to be based in. But anyway, I only got there. Because I was willing to to just act as it. like, all right, well, I'll try this God thing and see what happened. And I did that for a number of years. Eventually, though, that's what I came back to is like, all right, I've been acting like this has worked. 
but I took some really good foundational beliefs out of that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I still grew and got better from that. Um, so I don't think it's a bad practice at all. Okay. So here's, here's the one that really, really makes me wonder about faith. <laughs> and maybe you can help me with this. Um, confirmation bias. We know this is a thing, right? If I believe that, uh, you know, whatever I believe, the, the moon landing was fake or, or, and I'm not trying to just pick on conspiracy theorists here, but like the earth is flat or, or that whatever Democrats eat babies in pizza parlors. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like whatever right. it is, anything I believe in, I'm going to find things that confirm it. I'm going to be more apt to look for like my search query is going to be in a way that words it that makes it me more likely to find things that make my side true or more believable Mm -hmm. that being the case in our world and understanding that about psychology that makes me feel like faith is complete bullshit because if i decide to look for the results of the mediterranean diet and i think I know famous people it's worked for that I really like. And my friend who I think is an amazing person it worked for, I'm going to look for ways it's working and I'm going to see them even if they don't necessarily exist. Oh, my pants feel thinner this week. They feel looser. I mean, you know, I'm going to start noticing ways that that's my faith is actually true, whether it is or not. And that person could just as easily believe Mediterranean diet's fucking stupid and they would see evidence that direction. And so I feel like that kind of makes faith a bunch of bullshit because basically we can choose either way. You could believe in God or not believe in God and you would find evidence of either. Or you could believe in this diet or that diet and you would find the evidence of whatever you were having faith in at that moment. Uh, that's true. I mean, I <laughs> so yes, but I don't know that like confirmation bias isn't the only actor in that i don't know how to say that you know what i mean like there is some real information there that's true you know yeah well if you research anything there's obviously evidence now (laughs) are you looking at all the evidence are you just looking at the evidence that you want to look at but if there's real evidence and you're looking at all the evidence and focusing on the real evidence then that makes it true. Like, I don't know if well, I'm explaining that well, but trying to go back to the, the Mediterranean diet, because I feel like that's the easiest one that I got in my head right now. What I'm picturing is a lot of these come with a placebo effect or a feeling to it, right? If I'm looking, I see it. So maybe I'm not seeing crazy great results scale wise, but maybe, I'm, you know, because of my belief, the way I feel is a little different. So now my my clothing feels looser. So now I have the idea that all oh, this must be working because it's about a feeling, right? I'm feeling like it's working. Um, or maybe there's minor incremental differences on the scale, but they're because of water weight or hormones or something else. But we're attributing them to the diet, right? So we're looking for reasons the diet is working. That's the problem. We're already biased, to the information coming in. And I feel like a faith is going to create that same bias. It's a, if I go out in the world and look for evidence of God, I'll find it. Uh, maybe. Well, <laughs> one of two things. One, I would say if that is the case and you feel better and feel like you look better, then is that bad? But that's only pertaining to the diet. But more importantly, like confirmation, by at least my understanding of confirmation bias is it's not that Everybody's going to have opinions about the information that they see, but it's confirmation bias when you ignore evidence to the contrary. Like, that's what makes it confirmation bias. Which you will if you're not not looking for it. 
Right, but it's like if I'm aware that I have some sort of, I mean, you can never eradicate it 100%, but you can certainly be aware, like, oh, what, so this is something I like to do personally, me personally. Like, if I have an idea or belief in something, I will look up contradictory opinions or things that are different, and then read that and think, does that make sense? Can I get behind that idea? Yeah, but then you never believe in nothing. Uh, no, that's not true. That for me personally, that is the opposite happens oh. is that solidifies me in my beliefs. That's why I like Christianity. Like I'm not a Christian, but I there's some great things in that religion. I've read a lot about it. I've participated in it. I don't feel like I had a terrible experience in it. I was never raped by a priest or, you know, had all these horrible tragedies happen like i met a lot of wonderful great caring people who were generally genuinely trying to live these principles but it just didn't work for me so i can see how that's beneficial to people so i'm not going to say christian christians are terrible or christianity is a bad thing it's great go live that way if that's working for you and that's wonderful go do it so for me the confirmation bias is when i am not open to contrary information or I'm not looking for uh, the full picture that I'm only limiting to what I'm looking for, you know, based off my biases. So I'm only looking for successes on the Mediterranean diet. I'm not looking up things like, well, what are some dangers of the Mediterranean diet? What are some risks of, of eliminating certain things from my diet? Like those might be ways... You know, and right. I can look at those things and then go, eh, I don't care about those things. You know, I don't care if I cut out, you know, red meat, you know, my protein's going to be low. I can supplement my protein with something else over here. And so that makes that okay. You know, like I can, I can actually make my beliefs and thoughts better by being open to the idea of confirmation bias. Yeah, I think there's there's still a level of weight that we give those articles, right? Like if I'm oh for sure, yeah, you can't eliminate it a hundred percent. That's for sure. Right, I'm gonna read the the positive ones, and I'm gonna you know read the full article, and then the negative one I might skim through it. I might take a couple points, be like, oh well, well that only happened to that guy because he had you know Alzheimer's or something. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, I would some have of these reasons. things are very comp. I mean, just think of something like you know a real controversial one is abortion. I have my opinions and beliefs on it. I've listened to both sides of it. You know, I have people in my own family that have contrary beliefs to mine, and we've talked about it. Like, yeah, I and at the end of that whole philosophical discussion, I tend to lean one way based off my, you know, biases. Right. And that's just, that's part of human nature. I'm never going to be able to eliminate that. I guess I'm picturing this. If I decide right here, right now, Billy, I... I really have faith in some form of intelligent design of humans, right? Like, like just everything about us to me screams that there's some kind of intelligent power or energy or something. If I go out in the world, I'm going to be like, Oh my God, look at the way my hand squeezes just right. And I can make it do it without even doing anything. I just think that I want, like it all seems so intuitive that it has to be intelligently designed. And yet, if I walk out of here saying I don't really believe in any God and this is all just random, I could totally say I could look at people's hands and be like, uh, yeah, but how else would the fuck? I mean, they wouldn't have worked if they came any other way. So that's just how evolution works. Like these fucking designed hands work better than somebody else's and they don't live anymore. So, I mean, I'm going to see whatever it is that I'm deciding I have faith in is, is my point, I guess. And that to me makes it a complete waste of time. That's <laughs> like. 
makes what you're wasted. Faith. Because whatever I'm looking for, I'm going to see. Whether that's placebo, whether it's confirmation bias, a little bit of both, I'm going to end up tending to see what I'm looking for. So if I'm going out into the world saying, I have faith in this thing will give me some sort of positive results, I'm going to find the information that verifies that. Whether that's you know me acting on spiritual principles is going to lead to a good life or me being rich and you know having sex with women is going to lead to a good life. I'm going to find that evidence either way. Well, yeah, that's part of making any decisions, I guess. But I, I don't know that it makes faith not a thing. So in your you know, analogy there, like, so I, my faith is in this recovery process, right? Abstinence-based, you know, living these spiritual principles, what I've learned through the 12 steps. Like, that's where my faith is right now. I have been interested in and listened to hours and hours of podcasts, audiobooks about psychedelics you know what i mean and research they're doing on those about you know marijuana and thc and all that stuff uh, cbd you know all that stuff like i've listened to tons and tons of information about all of that i remain open-minded to those ideas but at the end of all of it like i have to make a decision based on all the information that i have what do i think is going to be best for me as an individual and what principles or, or ideas are the most important to me. Mm-hmm. And if you want to call that confirmation bias, I guess it is. But, you know, how else am I supposed to live a life? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I guess how else do you make decisions on what you what you do going forward in some of these choices? I would say you do it just like babies do it. Right. Oh, I tried to eat ice cream with a fork. That's fucking dumb. It melts and goes through the little holes in the prongs. Maybe I'll try a spoon next time. I, that there is no bad or better or worse, and it's just like oh, I agree, hundred percent. Yes, now right. I see the I try parts but where it gets... faith keeps people from trying anything outside of what they're already saying they believe works. You don't, you don't get to try. So we don't know, right? Yes. maybe so, ayahuasca so some or degree, psilocybin yes, or THC. Maybe one of these improves your life drastically. Maybe they all take your life downhill drastically too. Right. They're all options, right? But we'll never know. Because you have faith that your belief system works, so you'll never be able to see the evidence contrary. Well, that's true. But, I mean, you can do that with anything. I could say, you can. all right, well, maybe not having a job and living off state assistance is great, and I'm just going to do that. And it's not a right or wrong. It's just that's right out. Or maybe I, you know, sister wives, to see these people with five yeah. wives. Man, that sounds like a great I idea. I could I'm love having Kim. five like, come wives. Come on, Kim. <laughs> right. Give me a break. You know, but... <laughs> Again, when I sit down and go, all right, so what are my values as far as, you know, family values and this commitment in this relationship? I got to look and, and make some things. And if it's if it's faith that keeps me between a set of tracks that eliminates a complete fucking derailment of my life, then I am 100 percent OK with that. Because the, mm. the consequences of some of those things, at least for me, this is the way I make my decisions. The consequences aren't worth the risk of trying it like there could be some benefit but there could also be some real detriment and i gotta weigh those out and decide all right you know this is could be detriment and am i missing out on something Eh, probably yeah but see this reminds me of fantasy football a little bit right so i go on my little fantasy football espn app right and it tells me about the guy coming up playing this sunday and it says like you know this guy's predicted to score this many points 
there's this percent chance he could bust and get below this many, or there's this percent chance he could boom and get above this many, right? And so you kind of play that out. Maybe he's he's selected to get 10 and his bust is under five, but his boom is over 30. Mm-hmm. And that's like a 30% chance of getting over 30 and like a 5% chance of getting under five. Well, I'm probably going to play that guy because there's a really good chance he's going to exceed expectations. And you're going to, because of your faith, you are completely in some areas going to be blind to the idea that possibly mushrooms could present a 90% chance at 50% improvement while only offering a 10% chance at 50% derailment. And it's like, or even 25% derailment where it's like, it's better than, than the gambling odds. You know what I mean? Like the odds are 90% in your favor over what you're thinking, but you're not willing to take the risk of that 10% of a minor derailment because you don't understand that that's the equation going on you have no page to go look at and your faith leads you to believe oh better to avoid this bad outcome than a possible good and you don't know what re- like relationship those good and bad possibilities have of happening right but what you just described you don't know if that relationship is completely flipped either like there's no way to measure there's not right either way that it's going to be success or failure either right. way so i have to use i mean Again, I, I guess this would get to this idea of free will, which is a whole nother thing. <laughs> but you know what I mean? This idea that at some point in these choices that I make in my life, I got to decide what I think is most important. And, and that's what I guess exactly what faith is, is saying these are the things that I think are most important. These are the values that I'm going to hold to, even, you know, the, even though there could be another way of doing it this is the way i'm deciding to go this is the way i'm deciding to live because i believe this is the right way i believe this is what's best and could it be keeping me from i mean i guess is the same i'm, I'm sure I mean, I faith like- in christians you know they're giving up lots of things you know to be a to be a good christian i feel like you're giving up a lot of things you know in your life making sacrifices for your beliefs and values. If you're a Hasidic Jew, you're giving up a lot of things in your life to follow those beliefs and values. But you, for whatever your own personal choices, have decided that those things that you're giving up are worth it. And yeah, that's what I guess faith is, is deciding that the choices that you're making are based in your beliefs and values and that it's worth whatever you're giving up in its place. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, but it still doesn't feel like it hits home to me. If I feel like I could go out of here and have faith in two different things and see do two different things because of it, that doesn't feel like faith really does a whole lot for me or, or describes a whole lot or actually like points a finger at much of anything, except I'm going to get myself into an environment where because of that environment, it leads me to believe a certain set of rules and then I follow them. That's the only way I see faith working. And I'm just, maybe I missed something, but isn't the acting as if a form of faith? Like, isn't that what faith is? It is, but I feel like we're guided to act as if with a certain set of beliefs, not our own. We're guided to act as if, like, okay, this is, I guess, where I'm really going with this. Uh, You have faith that the program works and people will look at that and be like, look at this upstanding member of the community. This motherfucker practices spiritual principles. He's turned his life around. What an amazing motherfucker Billy is, right? Which, yeah, I agree. I'm I'm all on that team, right? I'm not mocking. (laughs) Um, But 
but we'll all look at the guy who has faith that heroin use all day long will keep him from feeling the fucking miserable feeling that makes him want to kill himself. And we'll all judge the shit out of that faith, right? Like, what's why? He's got faith in something and that motherfucking plan is working for him. Like, but we judge the different faiths people have as in this one is better than the other one or this way of life or this lifestyle. And it really all comes down to I've just decided that this is what I'm going to have faith happens and then I'm going to act that way. And now I'm confirmation biasing and placeboing myself that it's actually the right way. And I'm telling everybody else that they should be doing it this way. Yes, but that's uh, to me like what I just heard there was an unhealthy application of a whole bunch of other <laughs> principles. <laughs> so. Yes, you're sort of right. I don't disagree. I think you're right. But what is missing there is the combination of some other principles like compassion and empathy and love, because all those things that you just said is as firmly as I am committed to recovery and that for my pathway of life. I'm not judging that guy. I understand, you know, at least I feel like in my heart, like I can understand where he's at and where he's coming from. Do I think that's the best way for him to be utilizing his life or dealing with that pain? No, you know, and if he wants a hand and wants to do something, I'll try to help him in whatever way that I can. I probably just personally am not going to support him in like heroin as his plan for dealing with his mental health or emotional issues. Right. I'm probably not going to be like, dude, that's great. You know, let's do that. I I, just because that's not in alignment with my values, but I don't need to judge him or make him feel bad or shame or guilt him. You know, I can say, hey, man, that's, you know, I understand. I know what that feels like. I've done that. I've lived that way. But that's what I mean. There's there's a whole lot of other principles that come into place. And again, back to the religious idea, like that's what I think is exactly the problem with a lot of religions. If you look at the foundation of a lot of Christian values and beliefs or a lot of religious, you know, besides Christianity, they're all based in like love and and compassion and understanding. Um, When you look at, I think, Buddhism, that's all about you just trying to live your path and not looking and judging and putting all these you know, criticisms on other people, but that's still having faith. You have faith in the, what is it? The tenfold path or eightfold path, eightfold path path, and the four noble truths. Like you're putting your faith into those things, (laughs) right. And believing that that's going to lead you to this point of enlightenment. But in Buddhism, they don't focus on, you know, and that guy over there is fucked. Like you're going to get something special and he's going to get shit on in hell. Like, right. It's just a different focus. I'm going to share my experience with that guy and be like, you know what got me off a of heroin, buddy? I started shooting coke. <laughs> then I went to prison and look, everything's great now. But yeah, but I mean, it is my faith that moves me to make the decisions and choices that I make. Okay. Like that's So we're, we're, we're getting short on time. I'm going to ask you this one and see what you got for this. As a, a rational, logical guy who is like, that's you, right? Without your hangups on your life. So don't think of this in terms of your life. But in general, the way you described your faith and in the argument or the rebuttal to uh, the placebo and confirmation bias things, right? The way you described your, your faith sounds a lot like, you know, and you, you went into it a little bit, how the church kind of uses their idea of like, these things work. We're not going to try other things. And conservative people and you know whether that's financially conservative or just morally conservative whatever like that's kind of their stance like no no we believe in this and it works see look look around it's working right look at our faith it's providing outcomes we want that doesn't seem to leave much room for exploring alternative methods and if they are better or not 
right? Like it's, it's kind of like, I have faith. I'm locked into this. I keep seeing the evidence because confirmation bias and placebo effect. So uh, there's no reason for me to try other methods. I've already got my methods. They're working, right? I just don't feel like, I guess as a rational, logical person, which way makes more sense? Just if we were going to start life over with a clean slate, that we should have this initial idea or, or a programmed idea from our caregivers and our society. And as long as we keep seeing that that seems to work, not deviate, or will we be better off just kind of all being more open to experimenting and figuring out what works best for us? The experimenting is where I get a little, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and only because there's risks involved in that experimenting it's not like Like you can just experiment and it's gonna be fine so like my fear and again maybe it's irrational maybe it's not but i've done hallucinogenics and i fucking love them and it's great Mm -hmm. and my fear would be that if i went and did ayahuasca let's say down in the jungle even if it was in a religious context or even with a therapist or whatever that there is some fear there and to me it's 100% real that I will tap into a part of me that's like, oh, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what this fucking feeling is. I mean, I personally, when I got clean, I love fucking heroin. I love the way it makes me feel when I've taken pain medication for legitimate shit. It has awoken that thing that's like, oh, yeah, this is fucking nice. You know what I mean? And so like now I will avoid pain medication at all costs. I'm not 100% against it. If I fucking go break my arm or whatever and go to the hospital and I'm in severe pain, I might take it, but I got to know that that fucking feeling is going to be there. Yeah, and but I don't know that have, that's worth it. You got experience with that one. There's right. a whole ton of shit you don't, right? What about sister wives? You don't know if that actually is better for, for child raising or for relationships. We have no real verification that monogamy is best. But we all have faith in it and we're all unwilling to experiment. Not all, but many of us unwilling to experiment outside of that box of monogamy. Right. But we don't have any good reason why we could be missing out on all kind of shit. And where is the big drawback? Well, the drawback is that is it is destroying the relationship that I have worth experimenting that it might be able to be better. Like, yes, it might be able to be better, but it also might be completely fucking ruined, too. And am I willing to take that risk that I might be giving up the whole thing? I'm not I'm not going further with that one. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I think it's an interesting discussion. I think faith is an interesting spiritual principle, even amongst spiritual principles that I don't already believe in anyway. Like, it seems kind of unique. Um but yeah, it's uh, I, I wish I had better information about how to go out there and like do something with it or practice it or grow it. Or... Yeah, it's one that I didn't have good a good luck. answer to that either. Yeah, I mean, good other than, luck. you know, I don't know, commit to something, stick with it, see what happens. <laughs> like, if it feels like it's worth it, right. you know, but but the thing with faith and, and I just want to kind of end on this is I am not a person that thinks that what I believe or what I think is, quote unquote, right or quote unquote, you know, right for everyone, then if everyone just lived this way, then things would be correct. Like, I think there is enough space in this world. There's enough uniqueness to human beings that, you know, yeah, we can have Buddhists and we can have, you know, Judaism and we can have Christianity and all its 50 different forms or however many there are. Islam. And that there's, yeah, Islamic beliefs. Like, you can have room for all of those things. And whatever it is that I believe doesn't mean that they're all fucked and that they're all wrong and that something needs to change in them. 
Like they can just be who they are with their beliefs and I don't have to agree with them or whatever. And I can have my faith in what I think is true and just allow them to be, you know, and, and it doesn't make me righter than them or them wrong. Mm. It just means I have to look at what's going on with me and trust what's in my heart and who I am. And and I guess for me, I, I hope my faith can stay and grow more in the area of having faith that I'm allowed to explore different things and it doesn't have to mean atrocity or tragedy in my life, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I right. can have this open place to just try things and, and be open and, and honest and upfront and like, this is what I want to try. This is what we're doing. And, and, you know, not having such, I guess I spent a lot of my life with like, I got to get these decisions right and do it right this time. If not, everything falls apart. Like it was always this catastrophic thing, thinking of if I got it wrong and I want my faith to be in like, I can get it wrong. I can make these mistakes. I can, you know, and, and not blow my life up or not blow shit up and still get to the other side in some meaningful way that I learned something from it, you know? Um, well, and unfortunately I I don't know that that's our society, you know, in society across in general, I think every, I shouldn't say everyone, a lot of people, if you look at our political strife and everything else, it's like, no, this is what's right, and this is what we need to be mm. doing, and you're fucking wrong, and you, you know we need to stop you. Like that's they got a, a little too common, much faith. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need less faith, man. Well, that's a again. They're just the faith isn't the part that's bad. It's they're missing a bunch of other shit that accompanies that faith that makes because it of the faith <laughs> that believes that that's right, I right? Know, and they keep seeing that. Happen. I don't know. I'm yeah, not gonna but if all I am is righteous <laughs> without some other things there, then I'm just an asshole. so if you're an asshole have less faith good luck with you and righteousness Uh, we'll see you next week bye did you like this episode share it with people you think might get something out of it check out the rest of our episodes at recoverysortof.com also while you're there you can find ways to link up with us on facebook twitter instagram reddit youtube anything We're always looking for new ideas. Got an idea you want us to look into? Reach out to us.